We're Suze and Meg. We've been friends for over 20 years and now we're 40. Join us on 40 Things at 40 as we explore this new decade of life. We've each made a list of 40 things to try and we're cheering each other on. Listen in as we chat about our adventures, getting older, and why pushing outside our comfort zone is so important. Yes, it's very clearly March the 26th, not April. And this is Meg. Thanks to tuning in to what episode is this our podcast? Episode five? Yes. It's Welcome episode five. Episode five. My name is Meg Uren, and with me is the fabulous. Hi, everyone. This is Susan Shepley. Episode five. Here we go. Yeah, here we it's go. Today. Yep. It's it's the OGs. Um, we've got, which is great because we've been able to to reach out and connect with lots of people. But it's fun to have you and me sort of touch base and see how our lists are going. I was like a face to face time. Me too. So what have you? been doing Meg or I mean let's start how's this podcast experience been for you so far now that we're five episodes in we can do some reflection what's it been like we love reflection it's been you and I were sort of chatting about this a little bit just it's a delight every single time someone says to me oh I listen to the podcast and they reference something it makes my heart sore and it must be how other podcasters feel that there's something really delightful about doing something and sharing it with others and having people take the time to and even whether it's just you know largely our friends and family at this point who are who are listening um it's just been super sweet to hear their reflections or hear them learn about something or you know reference something that they heard as involved with it i've just really thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed that part because I told you my favorite podcasts are conversational, right? Like I, I don't, I, I listen to a wide range, everything, you know, from interviews and in between and stories, but I really appreciate conversational podcasts. And so nice. I like that people are tuning in just to hear our reflections on it. And just the, the idea that it exists. Someone else reached out and said, you know, what a great thing for Kira to be able to listen to when she's older, right? To hear what her mom yes. thought and felt during this time. Maybe not listening so much about how much smoking there was. We have but, talked about smoking a lot. A lot! Um, I need to go on record and say, I think I was the only non-smoker yeah. in, our, in our gang for a long time. You held out. You did. And I did. Not in coffee. No, yeah. no smoking, no coffee. But I love it is like a window into our conversations. And I think that's why podcasting feels so intimate, right? Yes. You get to sort of listen in and, and I mean, everyone who's listening probably does know us, but if you were sitting down with us and, and seeing us in real life, this would be what our conversations are like. And now we just get to hit record. So it's fun. And it's given us an excuse to talk more regularly, yes. which I'm also loving. I know to, because like anything, right. We haven't physically seen each other in a really long time and it, you can't get really burnt out over COVID. Like you're on, I'm, I'm working remotely. You're working remotely. We're, we're having face-to-face. -face, we're not having face-to-face. -face, we're having zoom meetings and, yes. and emails and connections. And sometimes jumping on the computer one more time just feels, even though I want to see people and have community, it just feels like an obligation. And so it's harder to find it, but this is allowing us to have designated time to work on a project together, which is also yes. really fun. It's been fun. And I think having that creative outlet, I'd forgotten 
in some ways over the last year how much creativity matters yeah you know i live with my partners an artist and i see i don't know if you find this with your husband too he's also an artist um they get so much joy from that creative expression and i've kind of gotten out of touch with that a little bit over covid so this has given me such a gift to remember what it's like to create and yeah, make something from nothing, right? It's, it's yeah. a feeling. And, and sure, I, I have to mention, so out of our uh, listeners, we do have four. Uh, so we've got some people from the US, so some uh, folks tuning in. And, and I swear it's probably related to uh, one of our upcoming guests who I connected with who was really yes. into this 40 things. And then uh, Malaysia, the UK, and Australia. So welcome, international wow. listeners. Oh, welcome, or, everyone. Tuning in. Um, we'll try to drop some Canadian slang in there if we can. I'm sure we'll reference things that are super Canadian and don't even realize it. But I would uh, love to hear how our accents sound to folks living in other countries if we sound like bob and doug mckenzie or <laughs> yeah real hosers over here i'm not sure i don't know we please reach out anybody who's listening if we don't know you we would love to hear from you yes we a hundred percent oh i said it again that's my um the funny thing is when you re-listen to yourself on a podcast you hear what your expressions are and i like to quantify things by saying i love it and a hundred percent so now it can be a fun little game to hear how much i'm gonna say it in this podcast i'm trying not to repeat myself but it's just natural we all have these little ticks, right? But it just shows yeah. your enthusiasm. Do you know in what I heard? In my, what did I say? For me. For, for me. Yeah. For me. I'm trying to watch that one. Yeah, well, now we're going to say it a billion times. I actually heard on the accent front, though, just quickly, that Canadians are often picked to be announcers for the Olympics and other sporting events because out of all of the English speakers in the world, we have the most neutral accent. Oh, how nice. That, that is what I have heard some point in my lifetime that Canadians often are chosen because our accent is the most neutral. So is that true? I don't oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe we are kind of, we can fit in anywhere, perhaps. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. So on, the, on the 40 things front, Meg, yes. you've been busy. You've had some really good things you've been working on on your list lately. I wonder Thank if you, you want to share some highlights of what we've been doing. Yes. So thank you, my friend. You as well. I mean, let's give ourselves huge pat on the back that we have persevered on and not even persevered. Like sometimes I need a push for sure, because if I didn't have the Tuesday posting deadline, sometimes I wouldn't have done some of these things. And that's just right. perfectly honest. That's why I think there's something really powerful about making a list and sharing it because you put that intentionality out there. These are things I want to experience and create. And it gives you that, that extra little oomph to actually go about and make them happen because we all have things we talk about and say, I'd like to do that. And then life never seems to, to align in a way that makes it possible. So then if you are really wanting to give yourself a bit of a gentle nudge uh, with a low risk activity, then, then please, please share because I think it's really helped me. But yes, I highlighted some of the things I've accomplished in the last couple months that I had talked about before. So uh, first up was I tried many, many weeks of different home delivery kits. So right. And what was the appeal of, of first of all, giving them a try? 
what did you think would be great about that? I like convenience. Um, so, and I, I've spoken about this. So we live in a small town. Delivery, food delivery is very limited. In fact, there's not a single service that delivers to our homes. There's no way for us to get home food delivered where we live currently. And so I liked the idea of different recipes and meals. I've been really trying to branch off of what we're eating and trying new flavors and things. And how do you do that, right? I'm not going to spend hours, you know, looking for recipes and searching out things. So I had seen other people try them. So I was curious to give it a go. And I was lucky because once somebody tries them, they all get codes. And I'm sure you've been forwarded. Yes. Yeah, you I've have. seen some codes. I believe yeah. there's one on our Facebook page that's been added as well. If anyone's oh. interested. Great. So I tried HelloFresh for two weeks and then we tried Chef's Plate for two weeks just because we wanted to, you know, branch off, try different things. And I mean, now we've uh, canceled both. So what we, okay. what I liked about it was, you know, you go on and you find foods that appeal to you. Uh, I like Chef's Plate a little bit better than HelloFresh because with Chef's Plate, you can do it just twice a week. And uh, with HelloFresh, you have to do it three times a week. The, the thing that people I think are critical of these services are they're expensive because they are, they're way more expensive than if you bought the groceries. Like we're talking, right. if you got three meals for a family of four, which is what we ordered ours for. So we'd have enough for the three of us and some left over. It's about $105, $110 for a week. And there's just no way our own grocery items would cost that. But they send you exactly as much as you need. You get to pick yes. stuff that appeals to you. So that's really awesome. And it's exciting to get the box and like the beautiful menus printed off mm -hmm. and, and simple instructions, but they're never, they always say they're going to take 30 minutes and they don't take 30 minutes. They, they always consistently take an hour because they don't factor in like time it takes to chop and peel. Right. And they're just like, this takes, you know, in a minute you can prep all your food and you're like, it's not humanly possible. So. <laughs> and to get your oven warmed up. Exactly. But like, it's always fun. What I liked when we tried it was to have some different meal ideas. Yes. To realize, oh, this is actually much easier to do this kind of meal than I might have thought it was. Um, but three times a week, that's a lot. It's a lot. Man, man. Yeah. So, so we decided to cancel it after trying it for on and off for weeks because we were like, we're we're happy to take some of the recipes. Like we had this really amazing um coconut curry stir fry over rice that was just like the top end of our spice palette but it was really delicious so to try it but like from a money saving standpoint and you know right now we're just trying to save 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 it didn't make sense but <clears throat> i'm happy i gave it a go i would say for people if they're even kicking it around it's easy enough to try a one week trial or two weeks pay a little bit see if you like it um, but right. for us and honestly it's not exactly it's hard to find recipes that are um ww friendly like I, i'm trying mm -hmm. to find stuff that aren't super duper high in um points which i follow right and yeah. they're high they're really high and you have to modify them and it was like too much of a pain in my butt at this point but that is something i tried and i'm happy that Good i gave it a go you. and just to be clear this was not a sponsored um, <laughs> yes no but if hello fresh chef's plate 
Good Food, any yeah. of the other many meal services out there would like to sponsor our podcast, we would welcome you. Yes, we would. We would figure that out with you. I would give you all of my feedback on how to make it more WW friendly, um, because that would be the, the big appeal for me is to, if it was a little bit more accessible, then I might be a little bit more tempted, but right. that's a good point. I love it, Suze. Corporate, corporate uh, sponsors, welcome. Isn't that the next phase of podcast? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hosting? I don't know. It'll be us recording ads about things. Are you tired of planning out dinners every night? Give <laughs> Hello, Fresh a try. Um, what about you, Suze? What was on your list uh, that you tackled in the last couple months that you wanted to highlight? Right. So the last couple months, I've had a few that have been fun. One that's top of my mind is book club, which... Oh, yeah. Last night I attended, this was the third book club. This is my second one going. I've never been part of a book club before. I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast or maybe a, a post on our Facebook page. I think because I read so many books and was in school for so long, it just felt kind of tedious to me. However, I'm you know now connected up with a great group of women who have suggested this book club and I've actually been really enjoying it. So this month's book was Little Fires Everywhere. Oh yeah. I loved. Yeah, I heard it was good. It was a really good read and a great conversation with the ladies. So I Normally would not have joined a book club, but in this case, it's worked out really well. So that's been fun. Um, another thing I've been working on is learning about skincare because I decided at the age of 40, I really need to get a handle on this. So <laughs> everyone really rallied and has been sending me ideas. Um, I've started more of a routine now, which has been great. And yeah, I've, I've appreciated kind of getting some group wisdom because I was feeling very overwhelmed by the whole notion of skincare. And that's that's been nice to have everybody pitch in with their ideas. I know. Another, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna ask you uh, a follow-up question because you know I have questions. Yes. So for the skincare routine, um, do you not, if this, okay, this is just me maybe projecting yes. that to you. I struggle with this idea behind, I am uh, strong, amazing, incredible as I am. I don't need to yes. fix it. I need to embrace natural aging in all its forms. And also, um, I want to invest in things that make me feel good, but I don't want to identify too much by how I look, but I want to care enough. So I find it hard to be an empowered female and sort of <laughs> straddle the line between how do I embrace who I am naturally. So I had this conversation about gray hair where I was talking about mm -hmm. my gray starting to come in. I was like, do I leave it? Do I dye it? Is it bad if I dye it? Is it better if I just embrace it? Like, where's the, the kind of line? And, and the wisdom I got from people was, if you want to do it and that feels good to you, then go ahead and do that. Like, it's you don't right. have to justify it. So did that factor in for you at all? This idea of like maintaining yourself and, or did you just want to have a routine because you're thinking about long-term or are you just feeling like you want to invest some more time in, in that kind of skincare? What, what was your motive? What was your motivation? Sue? What was my motivation? Great question. I think probably it was a combination of everything. I mean, to be honest, I'm noticing some lines that have not been on my face before, but I think more it's about, you know, I want to have healthy, well cared for skin. I mentioned in my Facebook post, you know, history of melanoma in my yes. family that I take 
very seriously. So I want to just make sure I'm taking care of my skin. And if I look good, that's also a nice benefit. And I also look at my mom who's in her sixties and she has incredible skin and she also has beautiful gray hair. So I always think if my hair ends up looking like my mom's and my skin ends up looking like my mom's, I am thrilled. Um, probably the process of getting there might feel a little wobbly, but if right. that's the end result, I'm okay with it. But I, I think it was a combo. You know, I like makeup, I like clothes, I like looking good, feeling good. So I would agree with the advice you got. If you want to do it, do it. Right. Yeah aware I guess in my mind of yeah the way we've been socialized right that we don't want to get too caught up in what those things mean about us it's more about how we want to feel if that makes sense totally does I love that oh I said it there's uh I said it once and I love it 100% Sue 100% 100%. and then Uh, my other thing was family history interviews that I've been working on that's something that um I want to do some interviews with my family to make sure that I'm capturing some of these stories of my family and as each generation kind of, you know, gets older or passes away, I think it's really important to capture that. So that's something I'm going to be working on too, which is exciting. It was so sweet because I saw so many of your family members wading in and connecting and sharing it and even just putting that intentionality out there seemed to have this lovely ripple effect to just observe of lots of people wanting to share stories or share resources so obviously this movement has started and it's lovely to see so many people who are buying into this idea of let's share what we know and let's make sure everybody has access to it so that was really sweet yeah it's pretty great. And one of my, my cousins, my mom's first cousin, Ellen, she's been sending stuff over to me, letters and photos and postcards. That's been amazing. We lost um, an amazing cousin this year, Suzanne, who was a real matriarch in the family. So I think that's part of why, you know, I'm just thinking about capturing all of this. It's mm. important. You just never know um, when you'll lose lose some of that history, right? So yeah, it's top of mind right now. So that's, those have been the big ones for me. Do you have anything coming up? Well, let me, I I wanted to highlight, so I talked about chef's plate, but the other things I did in the last couple weeks were, I made a blanket ladder, um, which was a lot of fun and and pretty easy to do in reality. Uh, If I did it again, I'd make a few small tweaks, but it was really fun. And right now it's in my mudroom and it's where I put all my coats and scarves, which is helpful. I did an online makeup tutorial. No, not pictured is when you do makeup, you need to do it in really better lighting because the lighting I was using was very different from when I went into the bathroom because I felt more like it did not look as great, but I did not post that photo because (laughs) I was like, Ooh, that's a little scary. But I did learn some basics on um, and try to embrace uh, different makeup techniques because I've always felt like if there was more to learn there. And, and I finally opened Kira's RESP. I've been literally talking about putting into her education plan since she was born and it only took me seven years, but I'm happy starting sometime is always better than not doing it. Right. It was always my intention to go and do it. It was just one of those things I pushed off. So I'm really, really, really happy that I got her RESP all slated and done. And then 
Uh, this week, Shannon and I attempted to make sushi, sushi from scratch, which was uh, very hard. Um, it looks easy. You watch. What the was the hardest part? If you Google a video of how to roll sushi, so you order these bamboo mats, you cover it with sort of clear wrap to protect it, get all the ingredients, and then it looks like they just show it and they use the mats and you, you roll, you can't see me, I'm doing the rolling motion, you roll right. them out, uh, they come in this perfectly long uh, roll, you chop them up, you put a little, uh, in our case, sriracha and mayo, and put it on top, and delicious way to go. It's not in practicality, it's harder to roll them on the mats, like to get them to be perfectly well aligned, and then you need to get sticky rice, which is actually hard to get. Uh, it's not carried in, well, it's not carried in my local grocery store, which makes sense because it's very small, but right. it's harder than it looks, put it that way. So, and, and Shannon, um, and, you know, none of my family eats sushi except for me. So it feels like a weird thing to force everybody else to do. He was like complaining about the fridge smelling like shrimp, uh, for a couple of days. I was like, I'm sorry. I, I like seafood, but <laughs> so I there was a bit of a casualty of the yeah. things project. Yeah. yeah. But, but that's it's yeah. art form, isn't it? Sushi. It, is. it makes sense when you go to grocery stores. Sometimes they have the sushi counter is open and you can watch the people making the sushi because it, it's like a performance. Maybe that's what I'll do is like we'll hang it, we'll go to the grocery store and like hang out at the sushi counter and just watch it be like. <laughs> and if I was doing this, maybe I'll just pepper them with questions, but yeah, I, like I was. That. It's like I a was, demonstration at a store where they show you the knives or the vacuum or whatever. Yep, that's what that's going to be an outing for me now. But um, those are the the recent things that I've sort of covered that I was happy to have off my list, which which felt good. That's awesome. And do you have? I mean, can we get a preview of maybe one you're excited about coming up off your list? Oh yeah. Well, what I wanted to talk to you about is take a mm -hmm. Disney course still on your list or no? Did you move it? It's not, wait, is it? I don't think it's still on my list, but I'd still be game for doing it for sure. Well, you know, uh, I love the Disney philosophy of all things and I like to apply it and think about, I think that they do certain things really, really, really well with their mm -hmm. company and their organization. And I like the idea of applying some strategies into multiple contexts. So they are offering a lot more online courses because they can't do the big summit. We wanted to do the workshop, but like we had this yes. plan. Do you remember we were going to go to Evanston just outside we Chicago were. and we were going to do a weekend course uh, specifically on leadership development. So I looked today, there's an online Disney course. It's um, you can do one course for $50. Mm -hmm. So just um, oh, you know, nice. access it, or you can do a couple courses for 150 Um buck so we can we can talk it out but i was sort of sketching out doing an online disney course because i've i've always wanted to do something related to the company and the organization right. and now there's so many affordable ways to do some additional development with that so that's what i want to talk to you about in the next couple of weeks and then i have a tattoo appointment scheduled wait um, was a tattoo on your list yes or it was Place. Yes, it, it was. was. Yes, it was. So what are you, are, can you tell us what this is going to represent? Something about um, family. So, you know, you know this, but we had tried for, we had Kira, we, we mm -hmm. wanted to have a second child. We tried and tried and tried for about seven years and did the whole gamut and it just was not meant to be. So we are now a family of three um, forever. Right. And we've like, embraced this idea that like, this is our family and we're taking 
celebrating what we have. So I wanted to get something that was about kind of my family and kind of leaving that chapter behind because it really did, infertility is a big thumbs down and it tends to dominate your mental landscape. So I want to do something that symbolizes my family now and where I'm at and the joy I uh, have for being in it. So it'll be something related to that. Um, and, and probably somewhere on um, my other wrist is my plan. I have one on my forearm. Um, so this will be my fourth tattoo. And trying to think, have I known you for all those tattoos? I think. Were you there? Oh, all these different chapters. Yeah. My, uh, first tattoo is probably my, um, least favorite. I think it's, it's, um it just represents a time in tattoo trend culture right yeah I mean, yeah yeah, we'll yeah. There. <laughs> yes and then i was there for when you got the one wait was i there for, the for my foot i thought you were yeah yeah i thought you were and then then you got your one for you know on your arm when i was in ireland and, yeah i yep. think it's cool that they represent different chapters of your life they do. Honestly, all of them represent something different and meaningful to me. Um, and a tattoo is a big deal. Like it's not, you don't have to, you, you do it if you feel like you want to, and if it feels right. And that's something that you want to have. Um, and I've been wanting to get one to sort of memorialize or, or somehow capture how I feel right now in this moment right. and, and fortunate with, with my family. So um, yeah, I'm going to get that on Easter Monday. Oh, that's amazing. Well, yes. Seeing some pictures. Yep. That's and it's all healed up and ready to go. Or scabby. No, I'm not going to post that photo. I'm just kidding. Um, I will not <laughs> We're post going that. for uh, inspirational content, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Until the scabs heal. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, stay true to our brands. Um, what about you? What's upcoming on your list that you're excited or can give us a sneak peek about? Well, not nearly as meaningful, but I am going to watch the Godfather trilogy and I'm pretty excited about that. I feel like the Godfather is one of those movies, definitely the first one that yes. I need to commit to watching. I've seen like clips of it. I don't think I've ever watched the whole thing. And anyone that knows me knows that I'm fascinated by organized crime. Yes, you and- are. I also live in a city that has a history with a lot of mafia. So I just feel like it's, it's, it's good. It's the right thing to do. So I'm going to watch the Godfather trilogy coming up. Nice. And my other project is going to be, we have a back deck that we really haven't done much with and live in a very small house. And this year it's felt even smaller being at home so much. So I want to kind of, I guess, fix up the back deck or just make it a place that I want to spend more time. So do some planning with, with flowers and some seating and, and really think about how to make that an extension of our home. So that's coming up. Those are the two big ones. The nice thing is too, what I found last year is so many nurseries did home deliveries. So you don't even, if you're thinking about, you know, I want to get a couple of planters and some topsoil and and you can get it all delivered. And it, it really was not, much in terms of the, the delivery fee. So keep that in mind if you have a car and you wanted to get, you know, a couple of chairs and right. a few planters or whatever, you can get it delivered relatively easily. And it's a lot easier to make the process go than having to That's put all to of know. it in your car. So well, you have you. such a beautiful space in your backyard. I love hanging out in your backyard. You guys have your beautiful pagoda and um, it's just lovely. And I think the older I get, the more I am craving that natural space to just sit and be and chat and 
have some peace, right? Yes. Yes, yeah. totally. Oh, I'm excited then. That'll be fun. I'm excited for those updates. Thanks. Well, Meg, this was lovely to check in, see where we're at. I think we're both doing a great job of embracing the 40 things experiment and keeping working on our lists. And, and we want to thank those of you who've created your own lists and shared them on the 40 things at 40 Facebook page. Please keep them coming. And we're looking forward to having some more interviews where we learn about what people are doing on their list, how they're approaching 40. And we'd love to hear from you. Please reach out anytime. If you're listening, if you have requests for what else you'd like us to talk about, we are game. Yeah, we, we like to talk to each other, so it's not a hardship. I'm really on a mission to recruit somebody who's about to turn 30. That's my next Ooh. goal. Somebody who's either just 30 or in that age bracket to make a list because I want people to know it's whatever age you want to challenge yourself or you feel like you have totally. time and space to do some things or you want to feel more excited about turning that age, right? Whatever it is for people because it's, it's arbitrary what the number is, but... Uh, yes. I agree. Delightful to spend time together, my friend, and I look forward to doing it again. If you want to know more information about our list and see what we're going to be tackling this year, we'll put the 40 Things at 40 Facebook link in the show notes.